Let me help you to know the subtleties of the Force. We would be honored if you would join us. Hello and welcome everyone to today's video. I really hope you enjoy this one. It's going to be a long one, but it's one that's been heavily requested and it's all canon. So uh, buckle up and enjoy. In episode 3, Palpatine told us that there were plenty of legends that the Jedi wouldn't tell you. But apparently the Lost Twenty were legends that the Jedi would tell you. But only if you asked. We first learned about the Lost Twenty in a deleted scene from Attack of the Clones and have been learning more ever since. In the canon audiobook, Dooku Jedi Lost, we learn more about the identities of the Lost Twenty than we've ever known and what they did after leaving the Jedi. So keep in mind that this is canon info, not legends. But we'll hit some legends info at the end too to basically fill in all the gaps that canon hasn't revealed just yet. In the audiobook, the Jedi initiates are in the Jedi archives receiving instruction from Yoda and they ask who all the bronze heads are lining the walls. In other words, the younglings weren't told about the Lost 20 very often. Or rather, the Lost 19 at this point because Dooku hadn't left the Order yet since he was still a youngling here. These are some of the lost, says Yoda. Lost? Lost how? asks Sifo-Dyas. He means killed, retorts another Jedi, but that's not what Yoda meant. Masters? They once were. Before disillusioned, they became. Disillusioned? How? asks Dooku. They became disillusioned about our principles, says Master Braylon, of our very way of life. Take Radaki here, for example. He questioned the belief that to serve, a Jedi must sacrifice everything about their life, their family, their riches. Radaki? Excuse me, Master, but didn't he turn to the dark side? asks a youngling. Yes! Seduced by the dark side of the Force, Radaki was, says Yoda. A powerful Sith he became. Is that what happened to all of them? Asks another youngling. No, some became leaders, others taught, while most simply vanished into history, never to be heard of again, says Braylon. Yoda walks over to a bust of a proud defiant female. Master Trennis, sad that was. Yes, sad indeed. Remember them, we must honor them, yes. Learn from our failure. Our failure? Asks Dooku. To keep them where they belong. But the past they are. Our future. You will be. Says Yoda. So here in canon, we now know the names of three of the Lost Twenty. Masters Radaki, Trennis, and of course, Dooku. In other parts of the audiobook, we learn that Radaki would become Darth Krall and would participate in the Battle of Wasted Years and emerge victorious there. He would also tame the Nightmare Conjunction whatever that was. His lightsaber was housed in the Bogan Collection at the Jedi Temple on Coruscant. Now, the Bogan Collection was a hidden vault of forbidden artifacts in the archives. This was like the big no-no of things that you should not go into. Not much else is known about Radaki or Master Trennis. For Trennis, we can only assume that she left the Order within the last 900 years, since Yoda seems to have known her personally. He also tells us why they make bronze busts of those lost Jedi, to serve as a reminder of the Order to always look out for each other and help each other in the path of the Force. Yoda blames the Jedi for the Master's departures, not for the Masters themselves. Now, it's also important to note that the Lost Twenty only counted Jedi Masters, not Knights or Padawans, and that Masters were the only ones honored with the bronze busts in the archives. There could have been countless other Knights, such as Anakin, for example, and Padawans who left. Well, I guess Anakin wouldn't make sense because, you know, he already destroyed the Jedi Temple and the Jedi for that matter. But if he were to be around for that time or, you know, before he destroyed the Jedi Temple that he definitely would have not been included because, well, he wasn't granted the rank of Master. Now, Anakin did try to claim the 21st spot in Legends, which we'll talk about in a second, but back to the Padawans and Knights. In Dooku Jedi Lost, we learn about Terra Dean, an expelled Padawan. 
He left behind a rusty datapad with his hollow journal in the dormitories for future younglings and padawans to find. Much like the Mordor's map in Harry Potter, it told younglings how to sneak around the temple and how to get into the Boggan collection, which was the hidden vault of forbidden artifacts within the archives of the Jedi Temple on Coruscant. It notably contained ancient scrolls and swords, Sith relics like the lightsaber of Darth Krall, and artifacts relating to the sorcerers of Tund. He was a padawan in the time of the High Republic. He was always probably Problematic and was always testing the boundaries of his masters, and repeatedly bringing the name of the Order in disrepute. Some say he stole records from the archives, while others believe he had an affair with the Supreme Chancellor's aide. Either way, he vanished from Jedi history, and only remembered by gossiping Padawans. Ahsoka Tano also left the Jedi Order after she was falsely accused of bombing the Jedi Temple. It shattered Anakin's trust in the Jedi, but since he wasn't a master, she wasn't qualified to be granted a spot in the Lost Twenty. Barriss Offee, the actual Padawan behind the bombings was similarly not qualified for the same reason, even though she never left the Jedi prior to her death. Now, the big canon question that I have is why Pong Krell and Quinlan Voss aren't included in the Lost Twenty. As you may recall, Pong Krell is the Besalisk Jedi Master who wields two double-bladed lightsabers during the Clone Wars, which was pretty sweet. I'd love to do that with someone in Episode 2 of the Vader fan series. You guys can let me know what you think about that down below. Anyways, Krell briefly takes over the 501st from Anakin during the Battle of Umbara and betrays the clones against the Separatists, leading to a ton of their deaths. Why would a Jedi Master do that? According to Krell himself, he secretly had embraced the dark side of the Force and was trying to undermine the Republic so that he could gain Dooku's attention with the hopes of ultimately becoming his apprentice in the Sith. However, Clone Trooper Rex discovers his treachery, and he and the other clones capture the Jedi Master and eventually kill him. This is an awesome multi-episode arc that you really need to check out if you haven't seen it. But why wasn't Jen- Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. General Krell counted in the Lost Twenty. Well, it seems it was because he never officially left the Jedi Order. He was never expelled or formally left, even though he had turned to the dark side and wanted to join the Sith. The reason I believe that's a requirement to be a part of the Lost Twenty is because when Dooku leaves the Jedi, he formally contacts Yoda and resigns from the Jedi. There's no mistake about it. Now, regarding Quinlan Voss, in the canon book Dark Disciple, Quinlan joins the dark side and becomes Dooku's apprentice. Mace even says this about his betrayal. This is by far the greatest breach of trust the Jedi have ever seen since Count Dooku himself betrayed us. Even General Krell's deception did less damage. Voss isn't a Jedi. He's a Jedi Master with unique skills, and he is a Jedi Master in wartime who has worked side by side with Dooku. This is going to have massive repercussions. Fortunately for the Jedi Order, Asajj Ventress brings him back from the dark side and saves him because she had fallen in love with him. Quinlan eventually comes back to the light side and re-enters the Jedi Order, so much so that by the time episode 3 rolls around, he's back to being a general and is mentioned by Obi-Wan that he's moving his troops to Boss Pity. Quinlan Vasa's story is one of the coolest canon stories that many people don't know about. Do you want me to make a video about it? If you do, please hit like. 
please let me know down below. So that's what we know in canon, all of the Lost 20 so far. In Legends, we actually know even less than this, which is surprising because Legends usually has a ton more info about this type of stuff. In Legends, all we know is that one of the earliest members of the Lost 20 was the Umbaran Jedi named Master Fenius, who eventually became Darth Ruin, the first Dark Lord of the Sith in the new Sith Empire about 2,000 years before the Battle of Yavin. Fenius gained notoriety within the Jedi Order due to his prominently self-centered philosophy. The idea that his very well superseded everything in existence. At odds with the Jedi Code, Fanius eventually abandoned the Order in pursuit of his individualistic ideology, steering him towards the dark side and leading him to the Sith. He became obsessed with reviving the Sith into a new empire. He rallied various surviving Sith clans under his banner and then declared himself a Sith Lord, Darth Ruin. He also converted 50 additional Jedi in the Fourth Great Schism, which was a pivotal split among the ranks of the Jedi Order. These Jedi created the new Sith Empire, which began the new Sith after centuries of absence and started the thousand-year-long war, the Sith Wars against the Galactic Republic and the Jedi. The reign of Darth Ruin met an untimely end due to the Dark Lord's own ruthless egomania, evoking the wrath of his Sith disciples and resulting in his assassination. In spite of Ruin's death, his machinations left behind an enduringly bloody legacy, the Sith Crusades, while frequently plagued by disagreement and backstabbing, continued for a millennium in his absence bringing galactic civilization to the brink of collapse. So that's quite a way for the first Jedi Master to leave the Jedi Order. Now, let me know if you guys want a video about the Sith Crusades and the Sith Wars, and you know I'll make it happen. You guys really enjoyed that video I made about the first Jedi before the Old Republic, how it all really began. So I'm sure you'll enjoy more backstories and things like that. Now, over the years since Phanius left, more Jedi would leave. By 990 BBY, 12 more Masters left the Order. In Legends, Anakin Skywalker considered himself to be the 21st member of this elite club, even though he wasn't a Master. In fact, shortly after Order 66, Vader claimed to be the 21st Lost member when he told Jedi Roan Shrine on Kashyyyk, I am the 21st Master Shrine. Surely you've heard of Anakin Skywalker, the Chosen One. Then with all the trolling in the world, Master Shrine says Anakin was never a master. Vader then kills him, but not without being effectively told to take a seat again. In Legends, other Jedi also leave the Order, like Jedi Knight Barden Jusik, who leaves because he became disenchanted with the Republic and the Jedi's treatment of their clone soldiers, believing it not to be the Jedi way, though he was not counted as a member of the Lost Twenty, since he wasn't a master either. So that's all we know in both canon and legends. I hope you guys enjoyed this extensive video. Clearly there are still a lot more holes to fill in and learn, both in canon and legends. Well, I mean, they're just gonna be covering canon now from now on, so I'm excited to see, you know, who all of these Jedi Masters were or are, and uh, you, you can bet your dollar that I'm going to be covering that video in its entirety as well when it does come out. Now, what I want to know is, did any of the others become Sith? You know, like Yoda seems to leave that door open when he doesn't explain much more about them. He just kind of shuts it down, as Yoda always does. So, what do you think? Do you think we'll meet another Lost 20 in the Old Republic movies coming up? Maybe, you know, this could we could have the Lost 40 in total, really, but a Lost 20 from 
thousands and thousands of years ago, which I hope this Old Republic movie is going to be very, very good. It's going to be fulfilling, and it's going to be just a lot of fun and awesome. There's a whole new universe out there that they could be doing, and I'm sure they're going to be giving us something great. So um, I'm excited for that. So let me know what you guys think would be cool in the comments for, you know, something Old Republic, and also for The Lost 20, and who everyone could be or will be in the future. Hope you enjoyed this canon and legends video. Please leave a fat thumbs up for this one, and I will see you all in the next video of Star Wars Theory. Until then, remember, the Force will be with you always. Now, fulfill.